The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Daniel McConnell, editor of the Business Post, is with us. And before we get to the Fine Gael TDs who are decamping, why is it that the Fianna Fáil Tánaiste, uh, Michal Martin, has so strongly defended the Department of Health General Secretary, Robert Watt, today? Yeah, so under questioning from Holly Kearns, the leader of the Social Democrats at Leaders' Questions, um, who put very robust questions to Michal Martin today in terms of whether or not Robert Watt's position is tenable given his rejection, essentially, of the, the Quinn report into the botched uh, succumbent of Tony Holhan or proposed uh, botched uh, succumbent to, to Trinity College um, and, you know, basically accused him of treating the committee, the Oireachtas Finance Committee, in a disdainful manner. Um, and ultimately, you know, she said that Mr. Watt had engaged in a solo run in essentially approving a line of up to €20 million Euro public money without any oversight or approval from government and essentially that he had bypassed normal rules as we I think we've discussed in the last few days Matt in relation to this and that um, she accused Mr Watt of misrepresenting the position of Deirdre Glan who was Michal Martin's Chief of Staff who would have been Chief of Staff to the Taoiseach at the time of this controversy but in response to that Michal Martin says you know know, while he defended Deirdre Glan's position yesterday in the doll today he said of Robert Watt that he has brought stability to the Department of Health since COVID-19 and ultimately that he should be allowed to continue in that work Um, he certainly said that um, you know he, he did however say that Miss Quinn was correct in identifying the issues and you know like so he in a sense was, was was backing the report going against what Robert Watt has said. But ultimately what you have now is this incongruous position that the Secretary General of the Department of Health, the most the highly most highest paid civil servant in the country, as standing at odds officially now from a report commissioned by his own minister and his own department, and now at odds with the the, the position held by the Tonisha and leader of his minister's party. So you know the very realistic and very you know obvious question that Heather or Holly Kearns asked Michal Martin say is just how is Robert Watt's position tenable? And that to me is a perfectly legitimate and 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 uh, legitimate question to ask because how can he as a civil servant? come out and express his personal view in such a, tr- a strengthened and trenchant terms uh, and, and be at odds with his own department and be at odds with his own minister and his own minister's party leader but and, and remain uh, in such a critical position. Okay, moving on. Why is Taoiseach Leo Varadkar losing so many of his political contemporaries, even friends, who are giving up politics? Uh, I just think it's it's uh, byproduct of being in government for so long. I think also as well, you know, um, you're looking at a lot of them who are now, you know, facing into the prospects of, you know, Fine Gael have been in office since 2011. Um, you know, they're probably saying the chances of going back into government for a successive fourth term are few and far between. So you're definitely on the downward slide of Leo Varadkar's tenure as leader of the Fine Gael party and their time in government. So the, the decision by John Paul Phelan, former junior minister, and Carlo Kilkenny TD, who suffered a very severe heart attack uh, three years ago um, yesterday to announce that he's not standing again, while it's primarily driven by his health um, circumstances. And uh, you know, he made it very clear that he was given a second chance and staying in politics is not conducive uh, to a, a, a non-stressful kind of uh, life. Um, you know, w- when you see it in the wider context that, you know, he follows in the wake of Brendan Griffin, the Kerry TD and other former junior minister, uh, Joe McHugh, Obviously, the former education minister has also announced that he is, he is not standing again. There was the departure of Senator Michael Darty, another Leo Varadkar acolyte. Um, and also, don't forget that you know the departure of Owen Murphy early in 2021, um, who would have been Leo Varadkar's you know campaign manager for the leadership back in 
2017. So the, the court of King Leo, as some have described it, has not only faded, it has completely collapsed. And ultimately, he now stands somewhat isolated from you know his, his coterie of, of acolytes, who are now all departing him. Um, and now his sort of, I won't say enemies, but certainly those who would be more hostile or less favourable towards Leo Varadkar are the ones who are remaining. Simon Coveney, obviously, we know stood against him for that leadership campaign. And Simon Harris, who's the only other cabinet minister to back uh, Simon Coveney, remains, whereas a lot of Leo Varadkar's friends are simply going away. OK, and is there anything you can do at this stage or is it too late? Because there are well, listeners who are pointing out this seems very similar to all the Fianna Fáil TDs and ministers who jumped ship as it was sinking in 2011. I was just going to make that point. There are definitely echoes of that uh, Fianna Fáil, uh, Brian Cowan government where you saw a raft of ministers say in advance of the 2011 general election that they weren't going to stand again. Now, a lot of those ministers had been around the cabinet table for a very long time uh, and had, uh, you know, very nice pensions to kind of fall back on. A lot of the people who uh, have decided to go from Leo Varadkar's court have not been a cabinet all that long um, and don't necessarily have the, the because the, the rules have changed. So it won't necessarily have uh, the very nice kind of sinecures or pensions to fall, you know, to rely on when they leave politics. Okay, However, but that raises another point, Danny. Have we reached a new sort of thing in Irish life where people don't see themselves as being politicians for life, that it might be a 10 or a 15 year career and then they go off and do something else. Absolutely. And and this was something that Leo Varadkar, when he did that very famous interview with uh, Miriam O'Callaghan, where he just, you know, obviously revealed that he was a gay man in, back in 2015 and 2016, you know, he made it clear, look, he, he himself doesn't see himself in politics for the rest of his life. He thought he'd said he'd be out, out of the game by, by the time he turned 50. And I think there is a, an increased realisation, Matt, that poli- politics is not an easy game. It may have been a, you know, a, a, a very prestigious um, career in days gone by, but I suppose a lot of them are now looking at all the hassle that they have to deal with in terms of the abuse they take on social media the, 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 I suppose the hours they have to sacrifice in terms of family time in order to be in Dublin during the week and then you know being around their constituency at weekends you know the, the, the inconvenience and I suppose the, the sheer toll that I suppose just staying elected and staying relevant you know has on, on all of their lives I presume a lot of them are, are, are looking at them and saying listen this is not for me anymore also you know you look at someone like Dennis Nocton who another could have been a potential leader of Fine Gael before he, he lost the whip and, and left the party, you know, has decided to not stand again. So you are probably seeing a, a, a coterie of people who are saying, listen, this is not for enough me anymore. Enough. enough is enough. Thank you very much, Daniel McConnell, editor of The Business Post. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, FM.